Hello, hello all. Welcome back to the Popcorn Podcast. That's P-O-C corn for people of color, where we review and talk about and gush about or just kind of put down, depends, um, films that were starring, produced by, directed by, you guessed it, people written by people of color. So welcome back to our humble abode. Let me tell you this, first and foremost, spoilers, 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 always. Always, always, spoilers, spoilers, okay? So don't act surprised, we just told you. Also, this episode, we're going to be talking about Black Panda, Panther, Black Panda, good Lord. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And if you don't know, I am, yes, doing the Wakanda Forever symbolization at this moment. Um, let's introduce ourselves. Let's calm it down. I am Tamaya, and I'm joined by my lovely hostess, co-host. Please introduce yourself. Hello, this is Esther. I'm so, 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 so excited to be <laughs> joining you all today and talking about this movie, film, cinematogra- cinematography, this Marvel, this this work of art yes yes if any of you guys don't know esther actually saw it a day before me surprise surprise as i am the cinephile who's addicted to marvel situations but she got up in there she's been holding in her feelings until this recording so now she's allowed to release them so guys black panther just came out yes this is one of the rare moments write it in your book that we are actually timely and talking about something a movie that came out recently and discussing it recently and then now posting it recently so write it in your books guys just post it somewhere because it's probably not going to happen again for some time (laughs) (laughs) until i want to say may of 2023 because i have my eye on another film but you know what anyway (laughs) (laughs) but she'll actually go into the theater so here we go. Um, would you and this like one, we're just yes, going to like come out and say it. It's going to be a long one because there are a lot, a lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot to discuss, to, you know, just cheer about, to just gush about all of the good and bad things possibly. So just strap in and I hope you stay with that's still the end because we're again so excited to have you and share this moment in cinematography history with you. Yes, we are ready. All right. So, so first, would you like to ask the questions first, or would you like to get into our cultural context corner? Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh yes, cultural context. So this film is very heavy and um what i will just admit or at least believe to be representation so we have the kingdom of wakanda that we were introduced to from the first black panther movie all the way back in 2016 i believe mm-hmm. um 2018 i believe 2018, you talking about really? the first black panther film yes you are right you are right Carry on. Yes, yeah, so we are um, four years. Yes, go. Yes, we are four years um, in the future, not the future, now the present, but we're four years into the first uh, Black Panther movie. Um, so, you know, kind of a quick refresher, the Kingdom of Wakanda is a very Afro-touristic uh, 
kingdom and and so that means you know the inhabitants are mostly black skinned it's in the continent of africa and just really uh takes a pro black pro africa um stance which mm -hmm. is canon which is canon to the comics so nothing right. new there right and um, yes go ahead obviously because it is still an american uh work product uh the other culture that is brought on is you know um america united states mm -hmm. and kind of present united states so definitely the history of colonialism by white europeans is brought on into both films the first and the sequel as well as you know, like militarism, military, um, industry, industry complex, um, all of that. So we have this second culture that we have been introduced to that continues to this one. And then this time around, we actually get introduced to two particular cultures. The first big one, because it's tied to our potential antagonists, we'll discuss that later, um, mm -hmm. is Mesoamericans. So what is Mesoamericans? It is any cultures that were indigenous to the Americas before the arrival of Europeans. So uh, for this particular one, I believe that it is specifically Mayan um, from, you know, um, Mayans particularly around the coast of Mexico, Caribbean-ish um, indigenous culture there. Um, the other one that is still also from the Caribbean, which I'm super, super excited about, is <laughs> uh, or Haiti, or more like our English speakers. And that is, it plays very little in this particular movie, but it does set the stage and connects it all of what we're talking about when you are discussing what is the African diaspora, what does it mean to all be connected um, from a colonizer and colonized uh, perspective. And um, just really, I think this movie is as I told Maya is for the cultures and what mm -hmm. I mean that it's definitely um all really heavy on representation the different use of black and brown people what it means to want to um like not what it means but like what what are those cultures that have been colonized that are having to reel from the trauma, the, the, the pain and the after effects of colonization from white Euro Europeans? Um, but also like how have we deferred in that way as well? Because again, in Wakanda, they've um, pretty much isolated themselves, you know, um, and kind of created their own sort of tribes and and and, and kingdom away from the col the white colonizers, and that was a very big part of the first movie. Yes, and it's now, the reason. Yeah, we all really kind of get to it, it. These films give us a glimpse and a hope into what 
an uncolonized nation would be today because that possibility was quite stolen from us quite literally and figuratively emotionally traditionally etc for many indigenous peoples or just um native peoples uh throughout the world from the colonizing efforts of europeans um so yeah the, that, so, and, that, yes, go ahead, please. That yes. aspect, right? So again, it, I love the just the position that this particular movie brings us because, right, you have Wakanda who was not colonized um, by basically uh, isolating themselves in Wakanda through the vibranium shield, right? So they were mm-hmm. on land, but they, you know, kind of uh, were under the radar. And then you have, uh, oh my God, how do you say it? Tolokan? <laughs> to, uh, t- uh, Talokan? Tal- yeah, Talokan. Um, and they also were not colonized, um, no. but they had to go in the water. And Ooh. you have this very big just opposition. And in the middle, you have IT who was colonized by the French and the Spanish primarily, but became the first um, Black, basically the second country to get independence, the Mm -hmm. first Black country to get independence, all the way back in 1804, right after the United States. And again, that example of, you know, how how its journey has been um, for daring to be the first Black nation out there who's independent. Oh, my God, yes. Had, um, had to struggle and still struggles to this day because of that audacity. Again, not going to do a whole Come on, history. come on with that. That was a word. That was a word. <laughs> so definitely, I think just, only, you know, like I said, like just, laying those very bare contexts out just made this movie um very emotional for me and just really it's talking about things that we rarely get to even see or at least like be presented on a very worldwide stage mm-hmm. uh because you know so very few people still to this day know about the history of the Mesoamericans, know about the history of Haiti, know about like just the African diaspora and how vast it is. Um, and and that sort of like m- m- connection and trauma that we all, I feel, experience um, between sort of Black and Indigenous people. Yes. So yes. I'm sure we'll bring in other little tidbits here and there as we talked about the movie, but that is our cultural context for now. Oh, right. the other big thing that I want to discuss mm-hmm. um, that is extremely, I think, important for uh, Wakanda Forever is the very big conversation that's being had right now within Mexico about... Uh, the actor Tenoch Huerta, who plays Namor, um, and 
it's bring up just again how colorism and if you don't know colorism is this very pervasive uh attitude and um institutionalized form of racism and where people who look to be lighter skin, so closer mm -hmm. to whiteness. Right, closer to the seen, yeah, European standard, correct. European standard are seen to be um right, like just of they're afforded more opportunities yes. than those who are darker skin. Um so in that aspect, I believe that Teno Huerta has some indigenous um heritage and mm -hmm. he is you know, a fairly browner skin. I wouldn't say dark, but a browner skin right. individual. And there already has been um, just criticism from more European slash white Mexicans saying, oh, like, why did they go and have this person represent wow. us? Why didn't they, um, why didn't they, you know, get one of us to like represent la raza and that is again like la raza is a, is a very big cultural how, how to say this um concept within um the hispanic i especially want to say hispanic community because mm -hmm. again there's a difference between hispanic and latino right. quickly hispanic means that um you were colonized by Spain and probably speak Spanish as a consequence of that. Mm -hmm. Latin, a Latino, Latine just means that you are primarily um, born or you know kind of can can link your ancestry in some way to like uh, South south central mexico sort of like you know americas right americas yeah so you don't necessarily have like you can be both or you can just be one of them a great example is how brazil because yeah. they were colonized by portugal they are latin mm -hmm. but they're not hispanic okay um, so <laughs> bring it all the way back to Tino Huerta. Um, he has had, um, uh, you know, a varied, uh, acting, um, history playing, you know, different, uh, parts, uh, within Mexican, the Mexican film industry, usually as like, uh, a nautical or like what I've gathered is that people who tend to look like him as mm -hmm. actors in Mexico um, are relegated to the roles that here we in the United States are seen for Black people, right? So like the bad guy, the mm. the, 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 the the second fiddle, the the, the, the little, um, the, the friend, you know, who just there to like prop up the main character who tends to be a white or at least European looking uh, Mexican actor so as always right like when we do get a ch the chance to have a bigger worldwide uh, stage those sort of 
ugly aspect of the culture are brought out, but I think it's necessary because it sheds light to things that we have known within our own cultures. Okay. But that we are then forced to reckon with and talk through at the very least and change for the better, hopefully. Right. So, <laughs> finally closing <laughs> cultural context, going to our first question. What were you expecting or what have you heard from this movie? So, gosh, I know the questions, but like when they're at, you're like, where does one, where does one start? Um, I, okay. So again, I'm a Marvel head. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been following them, all the phases, all the things (laughs) from start to finish. And I will until the day that I go to glory. And so (laughs) I've been waiting for Black Panther. It's so hard. We're going to have to do, we're going to have to do one of these for Black Panther one. We're going to have to. (laughs) Honestly, because I'm like the trying not to mention, because this is for Wakanda forever. This is now. Yeah. But trying not to refer back to just the how pivotal one and yeah. how extremely monumental that film mm-hmm. was in so Ooh. many ways. Black Panther yes. itself was created uh, uh, by, you know, well, one of the creators was Stan Lee. And he, one of the things he wanted to do, he did it on purpose during the Black Panther era where Black Panthers, the people, were out there in the streets um, serving their communities, protecting people up not just people of color but black people from the harsh oh no okay one moment all right so the way that i feel about this film um to talk about it without referring to the monumental film that was black panther one is going to be tough so we're going to have to do another episode (laughs) of black panther one but um, just a little, a little more context. Just, just a touch. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley, one of the creators, actually on purpose created another superhero. He was already um, big and bad and great because of Spider Man, etc. He had some power and some leverage in the comic community, and so he decided to, during the era in which Black Panthers were out there serving their communities, fighting injustice, especially police brutality. He decided as rebel, the rebel that he is <laughs> and the rebel, the rebel that he was, Stan Lee, rest in peace and rest in power, um, decided to create another superhero and call him Black Panther and make him, you know, dress in this um, outfit uniform that was reminiscent of a Black Panther. That was not coincidental. <laughs> he did all that quite on purpose to highlight and um, bring that story and um, bring that recognition to the community at large that were ingesting comic book culture. And it was such a big deal back then. And it's such a big deal today because again, superheroes are very much limited to people, uh, people who are not of color. And even though there have been many attempts to um, publicize and make big as Spider-Man or Superman or Batman, people of color who are superheroes, they have very much been left 
in the um, dust. They just weren't able to get that kind of momentum to be as big and as wide. And Black Panther is one that was able to break that mold, likely because Stanley was involved. But look, all we need to do is break down the door, okay? So we can all get through. I don't really, I, I just need the door to be broke down so we can all get through. Um, and so in the, that was the comic book era. And so in the film era, the superhero movie film era, Black Panther yet again was very much one of those, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The first, one of the first, I uh, can't think of the word right now, um, but another word for first. Um, one of the first to come out that was someone who did not look <laughs> like they were, you know, um, of European background and not only black, but like darker skinned. So, you know, we were, we, it's fascinating because good God, there is such context in us. Mm -hmm. Whenever you get representation in the media that um, reflects you, correct? When, when the individual that they choose as that token or person that they want to highlight to represent that community of folk, if they are lighter skinned or because of colorism closer to European features, it in a way it it includes us, but it very much much also excludes um, people who do not have those features, people who are darker skinned. It still leaves us in the dust. Whereas. Mm -hmm. Um, in contrast, if you choose that token character, whoever, to be of darker complexion, it almost always naturally defaults to everyone in that diaspora from the darkest to the lightest. So it doesn't necessarily work that way when you put the lightest up there, because we know that you're just that was what you were comfortable with putting on the platform as representation that they were looking just enough of color that you could put them up there, but they were more comfortable to you because they looked more like you. Whereas if you put someone who is darker complexion, and trust me, I love all my brothers and sisters, but if you put someone who's darker complexion, that means you are no longer trying to find another version of you to put up there. That means you are comfortable now with putting someone on that platform who looks nothing like you and who looks more, and full, or who looks more alike to their, their people. So the fact that they were darker skinned um, and Chadwick Boseman was chosen and he was the Black Panther was a huge, huge deal. And we didn't have any big screen, big uh, box office films for superheroes as much as Black people absolutely love superheroes and comics and everything. Because I also, <clears throat> just a touch more context, we said it was going to be long. Yeah. <laughs> touch more context. People of color, um, um, and in this case, specifically Black people, um, a lot of us minorities, let me just say, who have- well, um, I will, can I just interject here? And, yes, please. Um, push us to not use minority because we're not the minority. Oh, because worldwide we are the majority. We are, okay. we are just <laughs> underrepresented okay. and under-resourced. Uh, those are my preferred words because it's not us, it's them. And like, by them, I mean the institutions at large. <laughs> yes. No, I love that. Okay. Yes. The underrepresented folk, right? We, the people, we tend to, because of the realities of these institutions and the harsh environments that they've placed us in and forced us to have to try to fight our way out of um, in our communities, poverty rates, et cetera, 
we tend to be the communities that actually lean more towards fictional um, storylines, um, films, um, 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 books, uh, uh, cartoons, comics, all those things. We tend to actually lean towards it, in my view, because we're looking for the escapism aspect of it. Mm -hmm. We're not the ones who we, will represent our folk regardless of what's on the screen, but we're not necessarily rushing to the movie theater to see another slave film because mm. we are already in our own types of trauma, <clears throat> our own, you know, and, and reconciling with our own, you know, circumstances that we have been placed in, not that we have created, okay, but that we are surviving. And so we tend to lean more towards escapism more than many other communities of European heritage. So we are the connoisseurs of the Marvel universes and, 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 and they are too, but we really take all that in. And we're also, just like every other film, we're also defaulted and forced to see ourselves and people who do not look like ourselves. So all that into, taking all that into um, um, perspective, when we get a film like a Black Panther that not only shows us but then shows us in a space where we would not have been placed in the positions we're in, the environments that we're in, where we have all the resources or not under-resourced, where we are fully represented. Oh my God, oh my God, overwhelming joy. So like Esther was saying, I like to put in the quote, Spider-Man quote, Stanley, thank you. With great power comes great responsibility. And so, yes, there are films and indies and all these other little things that we are out there on and it's nice. But when you get the big platform, the big stage and the big screen that you know is going to get the big numbers and you choose to use that power, you choose to use that responsibility to bring us up to the stage so we can be seen and fully, fully taken in. And then not only us as Black people, but then turn around and bring in the Mayan, the Mexican culture and say, not only me, but I have brought others with me. Others you've tried to ignore, others you've tried to put down, others that you refuse to put in the media in a non-traumatic space. Because again, if you guys have been following our podcast, you know we are literally searching for films that we can talk about that do not reflect our traumatic experiences. And they are hard to come by. My God, especially for the native peoples. So the fact that this kind of platform did this and then brought, y'all, when I tell you the tears, the tears, the tears just from what this little popcorn podcast has been trying to do. And then they brought this film on and said, actually, here we are, not just our face, but their face too. Me too, them too. God, that was just, so that is all the things I heard. <laughs> Back to the initial question. I heard so, about this happening. I heard about how do you pronounce the name Tinoch? I think it's Tinoch Huerta. Tinoch Huerta. Mm -hmm. Also, Daddy, Zaddy. Okay, <laughs> I just throw that out there. Zaddy with your sexy ass. Yeah. Let, 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 let's, let's not objectify a person. Zaddy. <laughs> Zaddy. You can take me into the ocean. <laughs> Um, but uh, I heard about him. I I saw the uproar of the Mexican community. Um, now I know about the criticism as well, but I did see the uproar, the pure pride that oh, yeah. the Mexican community has had to have him 
be, you know, the next person, the next superhero that they get to really look at and 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 see on screen and 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 be like someone who is like, no, this is our people. We don't want it. We don't want it. Um, um, what's the word? Contaminated <laughs> with colonizing efforts. Absolutely not. Like the character is so strong and he's and caring too. It's it's quite incredible, which we will get into. So these are all the things I saw leading up to this film. And mm-hmm. then there is my emotional side before I even knew about that. Chadwick Boseman, rest in power, <sighs> had passed away. And again, the pivotal monumental effects of Black Panther was so big it rippled through the community through the diaspora so far and wide and he was the representation for that and 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 he was just a really good dude (laughs) you know what I mean especially in a world we're having to constantly have arguments of do we celebrate the art despite the artist he was one of the good ones yeah and he was our representation for a superhero that we have been waiting for and wanting to see forever and then cancer took him and the ripple that that had when he passed away was so monumental god that hit me hard it hit so many people so hard so not only were we waiting for this film because we didn't want it to end even though his life physically had ended was because we also wanted to know how can we all agree to keep this going Mm -hmm. with him no longer being here so the pressure on the shoulders of this film was so heavy was so heavy god and that is all the things that were welled up in me revving up yeah. to see this film mm-hmm. before it actually hit the screens. Yes. What about you, friend? <laughs> well, I come from a uh, uh, similar but different. So I am not a Marvel head. <laughs> uh, I'll put it out there. You all also know how I feel about uh, past 90 minute films. <laughs> I think we're we're getting to that, you know, familiarity. Yes, so yes. When I, um, <laughs> so learning that this film was going to clock almost to three hours gave me a five second pause. But let me share sort of like you know how Maya shared where she's you know coming from with uh, her love of this particular franchise within Marvel. For me, um, I I am, I will say that I'm more of a TV and book lover. Right. And just like you as well, I rarely tend to do nonfiction mm. because I'm like, I... I know life out there. <laughs> At least like, okay. I, I know enough about life out there to 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 not want to I don't seek it out. Right. Um like I, I wanna I, I I I do art to either escape or to just envision things that I'm not given. Mm. Hence again why we're gonna keep saying this, but representation matters because I'm I'm looking to see like what is possible for me out there through the lens of others who've seen you know parts of the world parts of a culture parts of you know 
history that I am not privy to. Correct. So um in that regard, I my the first movie that I saw within the Marvel cinematic universe was Thor, which I believe was literally the first no. I, I don't, again, I'm not a horrible <laughs> head, so please don't come at me. But the first <laughs> movie that I saw in theaters was uh, Tor. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, it was a date. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember we chose this, we watched it. And then when we came out, we were like, why did we do this? Why didn't we go and watch Fast and the Furious? That would have been more fun. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so he's already got like it. It kind of put me at like a a a um distance with the MCU. To be honest, fair enough. First, um... Fair enough. I wish you would have hit me up first. I would have told you what to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Again, now we know better. We know and better. So, uh, and I believe you know, and and here and there, like you know, I'll I'll I'm like you know, I'll I'll take a peek at like an Iron Man. I think I saw one of the a simple one again cannot tell you which one they were you know good it's like it 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 was a good sort of like hey I need to do something this thing is out it's being talked about it's gonna be a a good like you know just turn off your brain and like yes, do this yes. thing and then you know be on your merry way right but when Black Panther was being the first one because again like we have to like Late back to the first one. We really when do. When the first one was um was being marketed um in 2018, um I honestly also, and I will admit this, was not like I wasn't particularly keen to watch it. I went mm-hmm. to watch it in movie theaters. Why? Because my then um, partner, who is just a movie goer, that's that's his love. He's just going to see movies. He doesn't really care. As long as there's <laughs> some action, you know, we that was like our couple's date. Mm-hmm. And so he took me and I came in, you know, just being like, okay, this is gonna be like a this is gonna be like black actors because you know, I'm I, I see things online <laughs> around me. Like I knew very, very limited information about the movie. Right. But when I came out of that experience, Ugh. I balled out to him because um I'm you know my partner is non-black and I had to tell him I've never I've never gone and experienced media where people not only looked like me you know I've, you know we've had films where you know you've had black actors obviously it's, it wasn't that if people looked like me is that they were lighted in ways where I could see all the different use. Is that it 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 was bright. Like the yes. colors on the screen were bright. Yes. Um and again, we don't really get to see the like usually it's like you have that like red brown you because it's gonna yes. be about so slavery or like you know some atrocious trauma. Right. Or it's like or orange, green-ish, because it's going to be in some middle, you know, it's gonna be in like some 
non-European country. So they have to tell you that you're going to be in non-white spaces. Right. <laughs> so again, the, 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 the lighting is going to be horrible if it's mm. like <laughs> Okay. You know? Because um, who's looking for us then? What? Yeah. <laughs> but the biggest thing, my biggest takeaway from it was the fact that they had people with different hairstyles. Yes. That were natural. Yes. Uh, and, and again, like, you know, from tip, like, you had, like, you know, your straightening hair, but you also had the bald. You also had, like, the Afro puffs. You had yes. all of those things. And I bawled out because I told him, I remember I'm telling him, I've never, ever watched a movie. And I've watched African, like, mostly Nigerian movies. Ooh. Where, like, your hair, as a Black woman, your hair was was not used to mm. to kind of um talk about your evolution because mm. usually what happens is that you will start out with you know your your hair natural right. and that's supposed to like represent you in some sort of turmoil and then at the end when you have your redeeming art mm. as uh you know like, or your character progression yeah, your the hero's journey. And that's what I've always seen. Your hair, in some way, shape, or form. No longer it's, in its natural state. It's no longer in its natural state. And the fact that this movie, just like... From beginning to end. <laughs> from beginning to end. And we, we, we stayed. We stayed us. Ah. I don't cry. I usually do not cry, people. <laughs> and I rarely cry when it comes to, like, you know, media. Because I'm okay. like, uh... <laughs> but, ooh. So, this is, you know, so from then on, I was like, I, I am in. I don't care about the other things. I don't care to know about the other things. <laughs> I am a Black Pinter head, and that's it. <laughs> Uh, and obviously like you know the love for Chadwick was just you know automatic yes. and so I again I do not care so much when like celebrities die I'm like yes you know somebody died sad move on but I called Maya Ooh. as soon as I heard about that news and we had a bowling session together yes just to show you just how again impactful his life was yes continues to be for me Yes. So going in into Wakanda Forever, like obviously from from the moment the credits roll on the first Black Panther, I'm like, I am in. Okay. What is the stick of why are we waiting so long? Why do I care about all of this Ant Man's and Iron Man's and Spider Man's? Like I don't care. <laughs> Where the fuck is my Black Panther? <laughs> I'm like, where is my Black Panther? <laughs> and then obviously again. The pandemic happened. Of course. And, you know, <laughs> just, just life kept like, you know, just, just kept laughing at us. Just life kept laughing. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw Ooh, that preview. The teaser, that the trailer. Ooh. Ooh. With with like how they use no woman, no cry. Oh my and God. And Kendrick Lamar. Oh, oh my God. My God. Oh, again, cries. Cries. Yes. Just because the freaking trailer. Again, as I say 
hate it, right? I am not a comic head. Like, you know, I don't know the comics really that much. So I did not know about Namor. I just saw like, you know, this beautiful person. I'm like, clearly like it's yes. the way that they put it, like this is gonna be some sort of antagonist. Yes. So I didn't really like clock him that much. Right. But just like the visuals again and, and the white Ooh. robes and the Shadwick Boseman mural in the trailer. Yes. Um and ooh, and just like that ramp up, right? You, you kind of get that sadness, that grief from like the No Women No Cry song. And then you go into like, it's gonna be all right. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh my oh, God. I, I don't know how they're gonna like, I don't know who is going to be the Black Panther. I don't care who's going to be the Black Panther. I just wanna see my people. Yes. <laughs> I just wanna, I just yes. wanna feel all right because like, life has been shit sorry i will not curse again but life has been <laughs> lifing and i needed that escapism yes that i know i will get from this film yes. so this is sort of my foray and i tried and i worked really hard to not watch to not read to not like be tainted by other people's opinions i wanted to come in like fresh yes and so i you know november 11 2022 <laughs> premiere day she, did. she really showing. did <laughs> she i really woke did. up i have two little kiddos under two i woke up got myself in the movie theaters <laughs> knew that I was gonna be there for three hours mm -hmm. and I was excited <laughs> <laughs> and that's and a lot for <laughs> Esther whoever's listening so you know you know this had to do something <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> oh my gosh yes next question so next question what did the inciting incident incite in you we told you it's gonna be long. So first off, <laughs> we go before we get to this site incident. Oh yeah, Oof. the opening scene, oh. the cold open, the cold Oof. open. You didn't even know it was about to start, and then it started. No, it was. But, uh, it was. I. I. It was shocking, but I appreciate it because that's how shocking mm -hmm. it was to find out yes. Chat would get passed. He had kept his sickness from the world, from public um, um, notice. Knowledge, yeah, yeah, knowledge the whole time. So no one knew. We saw he was getting thinner, but we thought maybe for a film, because actors do that all the time, especially mm -hmm. especially math, method actors. Um, but then it was just like, out of nowhere, he's gone. And then we find out that he's been battling this for years, years, and just didn't tell anyone. So the film opening cold like this, where immediately Shuri is like, just saying a quick prayer to see if she can get her science, her technology, her strengths to save her brother's, you know, um human illness like just and that and they kept it that general they didn't go too specific or anything mm -hmm. um but it was an illness that took him and literally in life it was an illness that took him and then you just see her like people were telling her ai is telling her you need to go see your brother his heart rate's dropping fast she's like no we're going to save him just focus on the science to the point where her mother walks in and it is clear that he is gone and next thing you know we're in basically the trailer 
that we were crying at mm-hmm. where they are at a funeral and everyone's wearing all white which is also why and no one had to but many people who went to see this film also dressed in some layer of white <laughs> as a representation to chadwick and i want to like take this to, again like a little cultural context right? break it down because friend i think um people who are not uh aware or know about like black but specifically african um um just cultures in general right like um we do when when we do what is called celebration of life yes uh, it's not just like a funeral of just you know um putting somebody to you know bury them like we, we don't just go and bury mm-hmm. we, we we do a full-on celebration of life where you know the, the 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 family who is in mourning has a whole like color scene we have you know it's, it's yes it's, it's it's fully like i said a celebration of life mm-hmm. where we want to bring in and 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 and, and give joy and remembrance to the life that has passed on to the other side right no no matter i want to say like the the the, the the religion or non you know religion aspect that you belong to is it's really sort of um i think a part of our dna in some way shape or form obviously not everybody's going to do that but as a more of a whole community we tend to want to do something that is not just sadness but also brings on the joy because hey this person got to live right this person got to do things and and we are just grateful for that because so many of us did not get <laughs> you know yeah. to even picture you know just living to certain ages right. um, so that for me again just shows you how important and how not important like just how critical it is to have writers to have people who are creating that world know about the culture and mm. the communities that they are speaking for. Yes. Um, um, because it, it felt like this this was me att- like I think this was for us, the the audience, the people who were um, you know, Chadwick Bozeman just um admirers. Because we got to have that closure, that yes, that there it is. That we, you know, again because of his own, you know, like we want to obviously um, still respect his privacy and his decision, but kind of just this, it allowed us to have that collective moment of mourning. Mm. That um, I think, you know, because again of the pandemic and all of these things when that news dropped, like we just couldn't fully process it together as a community. Yeah. And so to to have that, but to also just have the drums and the people and what, just like all yes. of that. God, um, that scenery, the cinematography, the costume design was gorgeous. Yes. yes. Um. So it, it for me, like, it, and also it set the tone uh, where this was clearly going to be a love letter to Shadow. Like 
we were going to honor this person in a vet like in a respectful but not even really just like and all of his greatness yes we 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 wanted to say thank you because you 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 played so many great roles you really have <laughs> he's like all of the first I know. <laughs> you know he's been jackie robinson he's <laughs> been like you know i think james he brown he's been on the march to uh right he did selma right i i don't know if he did selma he might have, girl. She yeah, he actually, again, like he, he was, he just. My um, Rainey's Black Bottom. He did a soldier film. He was just. Uh, you know, and that was like, you know, his more um, known films. I, I mean, he was in the industry for so long. And anyway, this yes. was like a love letter. And again, just the way that it started, I was, it just. I was grateful. I'm just grateful. And again, yeah, I was my, grateful as, too. As Maya said, like this was just like the first five minutes of a 241 minute long uh, yes. Marvel. I'm just gonna keep saying this for you all. Like we were given a lot. <laughs> Go ahead. We were a lot this time. Oh my God. Uh so yes, okay. So we talked about the beginning. Okay, gorgeous. And it was for all of us because yes. we knew when we wanted to come into this film, we wanted to see him. That's what we were waiting for from Black mm -hmm. Panther how 1. How were they going to like We wanted to see him. So the fact that he's gone, this. how are they yeah. going to address this without making us like acting as if it never happened, you know, mm -hmm. for the sake of the Marvel storyline? How are we going to honor this? And that was, that was great. And that wasn't the only time they honored him, but that was just the oh, beginning yes. and that was great. <laughs> okay. Inciting incident. With the inciting incident to you, hmm. After this, after this, it could be one or two things to me. I will I say think. again. Okay, maybe I will go ahead and say this. Okay. If I have a critique negatively for this film, and again, as I said, and I keep, I'm gonna keep saying, I do not read the comic the comics so maybe this is you know canon and you all who know about this like we're expecting this but when my queen my queen mother Ramonda <laughs> did not resuscitate I was like WTF because I'm like where am I gonna get my Angela Bassett uh fix really like my mother was like I'm not gonna see Angela Bassett anymore. I'm out. You just fast forward it to like damn near the end, middle of the film. It meant like kind of midway through for me because I midway we are at the inciting incident. <laughs> yes, for me that was it. That was the inciting incident. For me. Yes, <laughs> that's when everything went. Girl, that was so deep. <laughs> I don't know because for me like a lot because like all to this point like it was you know I think it followed you know sort of like mm -hmm. you know action 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 I can see why action 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 but then when that happened I was like where can we go from here <laughs> and, like it's like, all going downhill 
well, it's it all going downhill from here. It was like, like I said, like I was like, one, where am I gonna get my Angela Bassett fixed? Because this, like, she she was the anchor for Shuri. Yes. And so I'm like, so without her, like, where, like, who else could be her anchor? She was the anchor for all of us. Let me. She was the anchor for Wakanda. Let's yeah, let's, I, let's let's take a moment right now. <laughs> Angela, the Bassett. Ugh. She has been like since I was a kid and realized I absolutely loved films. And so when you love films, you have to prepare yourself for at least two questions: Who's your favorite actor, and what is your favorite movie? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw the movie thing out the side. You have to. You just have to. If you decide you're gonna enter a world. <laughs> And in conversations, <laughs> you need to have these answers ready. <laughs> okay? And whenever someone asked me who my favorite, at least actress, was, Angela Bassett. Every time. And I don't remember if it was because of waiting to exhale. And this is when I was a kid. I don't know if it was because of waiting to exhale or if it was because of what's love got to do with it. I was young, though. I was, it was young. Mm-hmm. But one of those films cemented this woman for Ooh. me as the actress the only one who was knocking at her her pedestal was viola oh i was gonna say i was gonna that's say the only one because and that's only because Ooh. i only knew about her later yes <laughs> you know what yep. i'm saying yep. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. angela the bassett okay Ooh. my god again the way that shadwick has done all the first she has done all the first <laughs> the former. okay Ooh. god that woman when she entered and this is why I said it could be one of the inciting incidents is when she was in that conference with the the peoples of the world Mm -hmm. the UN conference yes the UN conference and she walked in and they was trying to come at her about about the vibranium and why she hasn't made it available and how it could be dangerous blah 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 and she came in after listening to them calmly Hmm. Held her hands together and flexed those arms that she has kept since what the love got to do with it. Once she went through that Tina Turner training, she's refused to go back. You understand? Hmm. Those hmm. arms hmm. are as big as some people's legs. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. She came in there sleeveless, and then hmm. they cut that with the with the footage of the I believe French people trying to actually steal vibranium at one of the centers mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. to be met. With uh the what Dora Milaje D- girl, make sure I say their names right. The um Okoye, General Okoye and her team mm-hmm. whooping tail beautifully, might I add. And then they just bring them in, like, and she's like, This is the people that you know, please, please take this as a gift because we could have killed them, basically, and don't let it happen again. Keep if you're trying to find some of our vibranium, I wish you luck. Like, oh my God, that woman. That scene was so that scene was just dope. <laughs> it was just, it was such uh all the things I'm thinking of is my husband's terminology, which is gaming terminology, which is obviously inappropriate. But it was all of those things <laughs> for any gamers out there. It was all of those things. It was an absolute flex on the world in that scene and that I believe was going to be either an inciting incident that showed me that this film is yet again about people now that they know about our uncolonized nation wanting to infringe upon the free- their freedoms and their resources because that is normally 
how the colonizing starts and never stops is the wanting of resources and therefore the pillaging of the people and the community and all that they hold dear in order to get access to those resources. And in this case, the resource is vibranium. And so this, this, this obviously laid the groundwork for what this film was really about to be, what the, the it, who the enemy of this film was fitting to be. Colonizers just trying their good old colonizing tricks to steal <laughs> on some resources. Okay, that's what it was about. So it was either gonna be that was the inciting incident or the inciting incident was going to be um, that ship scene. And that is when we are introduced to Nemur and the Talokan as they fuck, oh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> as they mess up, <laughs> as they destroy some colonizers on their own terms. And I, a colonizing scientist, I'll give them the proper title. You, if I were to take that as the scene, right? Mm -hmm. As that is the inciting scene where they're on the ship they found the the vibranium and then they try to go and harvest it. And then people start disappearing in the water. People start jumping off the ship and these blue people come out the water and just F some stuff up. Let's say that's the inciting incident, okay? For the sake of this okay. question. Okay. All right. So when what I did that incite you, in you? <laughs> girl! I'm getting close to the screen, y'all, for y'all don't want to listen to us. The telecom! They some bad MF. <laughs> I, ooh, when I tell you, I was just as excited to see them and see them whooping tail as I was excited about that first Black Panther, seeing them women whooping tail with they spears. Be hype, y'all. Oh my God, the way. Oh my God, the way they had the siren powers so they could hypnotize their enemies to drowning themselves. Ooh, it was hype. To when they out here, they using it, they they have super strength, knocking mugs out Captain America style. Ooh. I was just so hype. When they thought they got away on the helicopter just to literally be pulled back and drowned by the super strength that is Nemor, who is flying on these winged feet. I'm making all the, the black people faces right now when, when somebody can sing well. <laughs> you know, when you make the good funky, when they can sing well, you just, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, they were tough. I absolutely loved how tough they were. Oh, it incited in me such excitement. To see that they got two uncolonized vibranium holding superpowers in this universe that have now been put at my feet to love on. I am excited. Excited. That is what it incited in me. Oh, yes. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. Back to you. <laughs> what did the inciting incident incite in you? Well, I guess you already said because you felt like. Um, Angela Bassett, Queen Ramonda's passing was the it. So when, unfortunately, our two uncolonized superpowers actually find enemies within each other and fight each other, which then resulted in the death of Queen Ramonda, which was tragic because she was the last, as we knew it, living member of the Black, Black Panther regime of that family. 
outside of Shuri. And she was the monarch. She was the one holding Wakanda down, apparently, for all these years. Mm-hmm. Um, through through Black Panther, through T'Challa's sickness and beyond, once he's passed. She's mm-hmm. the one trying to bring Shuri back into the light because she knows her daughter is still hovering in the darkness about the loss of her brother. Mm-hmm. She's the one, which I also, like you said, it's good to have writers, directors, creators who know or care about the cultures that they are writing about because um, I believe the director, Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stated that they showed, because we saw both Ramonda with locks mm-hmm. and black hairstyles, hallelujah. But once Chadwick had passed, we saw her with short hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he had expressed that in um, the culture, it is known for after an immense loss like that for a member to cut their hair off, which is mm-hmm. why that was such a pivotal thing. So mm-hmm. we see this woman who's cut her hair. We see her trying desperately to pull Shuri back into the light after death because she's already experienced the death of her husband, mm-hmm. now the death of her son. Mm-hmm. She's just holding on for dear life, but still holding her country together. And mm-hmm. so she pulls Shuri in. She takes her out to the water to try to show her this ritual. And when she burns the clothes, the funeral or the celebration of life wear to mm-hmm. try to, you know, uh, symbolize a new beginning, letting this go and moving forward and reflecting, also taking the time to reflect on the person, on the life that has been lost and this process and that is when they inadvertently meet Namor as well mm-hmm. um so that could even be an inciting incident in which the two uncolonized nations the leaders of the two uncolonized nations meet for the very first time oh god go ahead girl and even those scenes <laughs> yes so for me again i think i feel like every 15 or so minutes of the film was on like <laughs> was a turning point because it again I came in this like fresh not really um knowing the plot just knowing that obviously we we are going and have to find the next black painter that's what I came into it yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. that's all like that's all i knew or expected that was my expectation like who is going to be the next black panther didn't know anything about like what would be involved in us going through that journey so everything was like new for me and so yes like you know with the un just monologue that the queen Ugh. Angela Bassett, you know, made on the floor. Just, whew, I felt that. Ugh. What more can I give? Ugh. Well, no, that one, that one, Jesus. Wait, was this with uh, Okoye? Yes, when she oh. said that line. Yes. That was Okoye. So after they meet, no more in the meet, and then life happens, yes. etc. And then and we, then we is kidnapped. Correct. Yes. By the Talokan. Yes. And this is after they meet Riri, mm-hmm. who is known in the comic universe as, as Ironheart. Ironheart. Yep. Correct. She's supposed to be basically the new phases of Iron Man, who we lost mm-hmm. um, in the last phase. And so, yes, Ironheart intro was amazing because she's just another brilliant Black person out mm-hmm. here, Shuri Brilliance, 
Um, but during that meeting, during that time when they were trying to rescue her before the Talakan can get to her is when the Talakan actually ends up kidnapping both Riri and Shuri, which leads Okoye to officially fail her mission of mm -hmm. taking Shuri out to hopefully help her in her grieving process. Didn't work out. And now she's gone. And Okoye has to return back to Wakanda without the princess, the Queen Ramonda's last living child, last family member. And that meeting happens. Go ahead, girl. You take it from here. You oh, I mean, that's here. It's, and, and again, that is why I, the criticism that I've gotten from, you know, that I've read and seen from people is there's, you know, the plot is not as strong as it was or could be. Mm. Um, but I think it's because we... The way that I see this film, and I will answer this question eventually, people, just go with me on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> the way that I see this film is, first, as I stated before, it's a love letter to Chadwick. But within that, it is an amazing exploration about loss mm. and about the grieving process mm. and how... And really, and, I, and that's why- And I how that green affects everything else. Yeah, and, and that's why I also like love Black Panther is that like, yes, we have an antagonist mm, and no more, but really we realize that we all, we all have our great intentions. Mm -hmm. And that we're not- and 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 just like the world, just like as with humans, right? Like, rarely are people truly evil. Right. Rarely are people just out there doing things um, for the sake of, you know, world domination. Not even, yeah, world domination. <laughs> that's like a, very much like a superhero trope. But rarely are people just acting for the sake of um hurting others right it's the fact that like you know we come down to the fact that hurt people hurt people yeah yeah and also that you know as as much as we we we, we try to be you know understanding of others and I, again that's why i love ryan googler <laughs> <laughs> He showed us, you know, that in all of just her coolness, like, you know, just calmness, right? Ramonda is human. And that, yes. you know, she, it's like, <clears throat> could she understand that, you know, it it's really not Okoye's fault, really, that, you know, Shiri's, at least understand, like, you know, Okoye did the best that she could. Yes. Yeah. At the same time, this is her child. Yes. <laughs> you know? Like, it's, she's a mother, first and foremost. Yes. To her last remaining child. And so, yes, she will be extremely peeved and 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 not taking it from Okoye. <laughs> yes. And all <laughs> her reasonings were solid. Her reasoning was solid. Yeah. At the same token, we know how much Okoye just that's that's her life. That, yes. that is how much that, she loves and honors this family. Yes. Like for her, like she she is no matter 
what Ramonda could do to her will never amount to what she's doing to herself. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> we see that and we and and we know that. And that is why. Oh it's, my God. Woo. Sorry, I'm it, about to get emotional it, again. Right. It's it it, it, it it and this is where we are as humans, right? Like we can both have good intentions, but the impact Ooh. also matters because yes. again, as much as Okoye could, you know, just blame herself over and over again it doesn't it's you know it doesn't erase the fact that she failed her mission yes yes <laughs> and that you have put not just myself but potentially the whole kingdom of wakanda at risk at risk by losing shuri yeah <laughs> so, agreed ah agreed so going all the way back again to my inciting incident of uh um the death of Ramonda. I did not expect it. Me either. I was shocked. I kept waiting to be like, oh, she's just gonna like she's gonna come she's to gonna life. wake like, up. She's gonna do wake something. up. You're gonna do something. You <laughs> have to do something here. Like, I'm not ready to let her go. Okay. And but as she was, and then Okoye being the one to try to bring her back when they haven't damn it <laughs> when, right? they, when they didn't get a chance to reconcile which is fine yeah. it's life that's life too yeah, that's life that's life too but okoye still even though she lost her position that does not erase the love and dedication mm -hmm. she has had for this family and this woman for her whole life and so her being the one trying to bring ramonda back mm -hmm. good god <laughs> right and I feel like if you haven't realized yet, um, listeners, we have not even talked about Namor. <laughs> okay. We didn't even we get there yet. God. We didn't get there yet. This, 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 this yeah. Or even Nakia. Like, we okay. Nakia, we didn't even touch on Nakia yet. The fact that this film not only dealt with grief, the true cost oh. of grief, how yes. much that ripples into everything else you try to do in this life when you're dealing with grief, but then the added bonus of having grief on top of grief. So now Shuri, not even fully have dealt with the issues with with her with the, the loss challenge. of her brother, is yeah. now having to combat and understand and go through the loss of her mother. So her <laughs> last living, they only had each other left. Yes. Good God, y'all! This film. Just and again, that is why can I tell you can somebody? I think we move. need to go move on to the next question because we do, we do. I do want to touch on one thing before we okay. do. Yes. Um, how you were saying with your criticism and all this other stuff too, which mm -hmm. totally found it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I had I watched it with a uh the whole a good amount of the family and a friend, and the friend said something that I felt like was really good, and he said they had a movie that they wanted to make, mm -hmm. but they ended up making a movie that they had to make. Mm. So yes, we want superhero action and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da with maybe a touch of emotion here and there, <laughs> some good comic relief, da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? And before Chadwick had passed, all of that, I believe, was in the cards, mm -hmm. ready to go. The type of film we were all ready for it. now that our world was built we're ready to now dominate what's part two going to do mm -hmm. but because of the circumstances of life 
they chose to make a movie that they did not want to make, but that they had to make, which mm. dealt with such the loss. And I think that encompasses all that we saw in yes. this film. Sorry, oh. we'll go on to the next question. No, that was amazing because yes, right? Yes, because my one of my biggest, biggest um, criticism personally, because the yeah. other ones were like, you know, from what I've gathered, you know, from the internets, from the internet. My biggest criticism, <laughs> because again, as I said, right, we haven't talked about Namor. We haven't talked about Nakia. And for me, we have not talked about uh, Anika, who is played by Michaela Cole. Yes, yes. I oh, am, like, I wanted to say something about her one, when I talked about the inciting incident too. That, that, that was one of my, like, again, when I saw the trailer, that was one of my excitement because I was like, oh my God, like Michaela's going to be in this. Like I am like, again, like, I know and like her, those cheekbones for days. And I was so disappointed that like, I feel like she was a bit wasted in this movie. So I'm hoping that like the next she will be right. More highlighted. Will be correct. More. <clears throat> correct. And so, right. It's, 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 I think it's like, we, we, there was a lot that I think was done in a way it does feel like either they're just doing these things to set up for future correct films correct and to appease and the to person appease. who came to see a superhero because film. honestly I and this might be a controversial uh take but as your friend beautifully stated I think this film happens to be a superhero film it is not a superhero film it happens yes yeah oh girl that's beautiful of, yes because yes. of the world that you know it had to live in yes but this is a great in my view character analysis character building exploration yes. of what generational trauma uh, generational grief Mm. The, the, the the and 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 really also coming of age story about how do you define your world when you have to <laughs> mm. and so mm. yeah agreed ready for the next question or did you still want yes, to let's do it i'm good so um it's our next question is did the climax deliver and especially, um, I think this particular uh, little subtext matters. What do you think when it comes to protagonists and antagonists? Who are the, like, who plays those roles within the movie for you? And mm -hmm. did that climax deliver eventually? Okay. <clears throat> so, from a, I love how you said it's a, it happens to be a superhero film, but it's not a superhero film. From I'll take this on two takes. Okay. First, my criticisms. Mm -hmm. So as a superhero film, mm -hmm. and then I'll do as a what it really was, which is a not real superhero film. So as a superhero film, my criticisms lie in the fact that the climax did not deliver to a point of the superhero standards. So okay. I felt like in this film... Um, and yeah, I felt like in this film, choreography is something that was lacking. Mm. Um, 
fight choreography. I can say mm-hmm. this as a, from the first Black Panther film and from more recently as a comparison to a film like Woman King, where they okay. spent the bulk of their time on choreography, fight choreography, so that mm-hmm. you could see the actual moves and mm-hmm. the extent of what a body can do when it is fighting an enemy. Mm-hmm. And this film is a superhero film. I felt like they did not focus on that. So I felt like they kind of skimmed through it. I felt Agreed. like they allowed CGI to kind of heavily um, depend on that a lot of the times. And mm-hmm. I felt like they decided to slow-mo, overuse the slow-mo aspect in order to kind of also kind of monologue the fight scenes instead of really giving us actual like physical ability talent with that Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. they would cut a you know they would show a person doing the move that seemed cool but then they would cut away it connect and then the person be laid out and it was Mm -hmm. just like no you know because when you are a marvel head and you've seen films like civil war or everyone Mm -hmm. knows who's a marvel head winter soldier you know Mm -hmm. the difference between when they really invest in that Winter Soldier also is the film in which we were introduced to Black Panther. When they invest in that and you can see the actual abilities of Black Panther and how incredible he is because the, the camera just stays on that physical attributes, his physical abilities, which is his all his power is physical. So like he doesn't shoot anything outside of his arm. You know, I mean, he does mm-hmm. in this one, but yeah. So as a superhero film, I feel like choreography needed to be um, dedicated as much as costume and story. Oof. Um can we just okay. do a little bit of a shout out to my Ruth woman e. Carter? Here? Absolutely, Ruth. Uh, because beside Ryan Coogler and his amazing storytelling, yes, none of that. I, I and, and I say this like you know, probably with my chest. None of that will be possible mm. without the I visuals. Ruth is Ruth E. Carter. Yeah, Ruth E. Carter and, as the costume designer because the attention to detail and the studying she does for the cultures and how she chooses to represent people in the clothing that they wear is incredible like she deserves every oscar she's like just from the feathers and 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 the head rest of the talacan yes to just like god they were gorgeous to the dora milage just to mbaku to just oh if you if you just if you look at her costume design that didn't sell tell a story celebration of life ceremony my god ah ah sorry sorry no no it was necessary it was necessary totally allowed like you know just like the super because i think those worked for me because of her costume design yes and sadly and sadly cgi like yes. her costume design were the thing that kept me on like engaged during those scenes and yes. i agree with you it just i guess scenes themselves were eh just the yeah. costume design and it was beautiful to look at my yeah. god that yeah. woman that mm-hmm. one the, the next articles i'm reading after we finish this is, is some of her articles that she's been talking about her experience so <clears throat> but no that was totally necessary thank you so yes as a superhero film i feel like that's where they skimmed a bit Mm -hmm. Um, but in light, because they were focusing elsewhere, totally understandable. Um, so in that regard, it did not hit for me because I wanted to see more of their talents and their physical attributes when they were fighting each other, the Talakan and the Wakandan warriors. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I felt like with Shuri, they also did not really do as much 
physical physicality or, or work with her um, for her fighting as Black Panther. And I'm sorry, but in comparison, you can only compare it to the original mm-hmm. Black Panther and the yeah. amount of skills and time they spent with him to build mm-hmm. his body and his um, physicality to the film. So you could see how he can whoop behind and see how he can be considered one of the most powerful heroes in the world. Mm-hmm. It showed there. He was comparable, if not more so, to Captain America, who is one of my favorite heroes, um, but has that kind of skill set. So Shuri was not given that same attention to detail. Yeah. So they really let CGI carry her a lot. And so the fight scenes between her and Tala Khan was not as pronounced. Oh, and I also oh. felt like Tala Khan, though, I will say, that, that, I loved his feet wings. He, sorry, I sorry. love his the balance. Is not, his name is not... Oh, Tala. sorry, not Tala Khan. I'm sorry, Namor. His name is Namor to his enemies. Oh, yeah. His name is, is Kuku Khan. Yeah, Kuku Khan. Yes. Yeah. So Kuku because I'm not his enemy, baby. You, you ain't my enemy, baby. Uh, <laughs> his his footwork was incredible. I loved actually his CGI, his balance mm-hmm. with his fighting style and how he would like whip, like basically break the ankles of every plane or thing in the sky. He was brilliant. I felt like they spent the time on him that they didn't necessarily spend on Shuri. So it wasn't as believable, their fight mm-hmm. scene where she was comparable to him even though she weakened him he still had more fight skills than her and yeah. I, and, and so yeah i felt like it did not meet to that extent now if i'm talking about a superhero film that is not a superhero film mm-hmm. i felt like the climax did deliver because of what it actually was what it actually was showing how the rippling effects of colonization has affected communities <clears throat> has made them has iso- made them isolated and protective of their own to the point where they cannot see or consider outside allies um as as allies first um you know how how it is rippled to the point where they feel like their only course of resolve is attack which was the whole talacan's mission to attack the the surface world because they just see nothing but they just messed up out there which was very much similar to killmonger's thing um from black panther one like just the rippling effects of that and how the system, the institutionalized system of even the uncolonized people, this the the the, the systematic oppression has sometimes has somehow even seeped in to the uncolonized communities to the point where they end up fighting themselves um before they fight their true enemy in in, in protection of themselves from the true enemy. It I felt like all of those complications in that storyline were good. And I really felt like it delivered because of the personal grief that Shuri was going through and the different layers and levels they had her go through throughout the film. Mm -hmm. Um, From denial, all of that. From revenge, all of that. And to see her face when she was holding that spear up to Kuku Khan and telling him, yield, and that lip was shaking, because that's the part that had me crying again. Right when she was about to kill him, kill him. And then we got to see Ramonda for the final time say her famous lines from the first film, show them who you are. I choked up because I remember her telling Chadwick that. And I re- and you know the weight that those words have on their family. So for her to just be able to say that and it brings Shuri to reflect on all that she has seen 
and the comparisons that the film made between the Talokan and the Wakandans in every scene about how they live their life and find joy and they live their life and find joy and how they've been hurt with the losses in their family and their people and how the Wakandans have been hurt with the losses in their family and their people and how they made that connection all the way to, re to, to the point where Shuri relents from her revenge and and makes the compromise of you you yield and we'll find peace within ourselves here but this is the only way i can let you go and live because you saw the pain in her face at that because this was also the person who killed her mother in front of her mm -hmm. so i feel like it did deliver in the sense of it not being a superhero movie but not necessarily in it being the superhero <clears throat> and that is my answer well, then, uh so that second part of that story, right? Like who would oh, you- Oh, protagonist and antagonist. Yes. Yes, it was so fascinating. Oh, can we please mention Killmonger? Oh, oh. that was a surprise. Oh. And I appreciated that. Oh my, I appreciated it, so it made sense. Like it, it, it made once sense. Once you see it, you're like, yes, that would be the incentive that she would feel closest to right yes. now at this yes. particular junction in her life. Oh. That was so slick yes oh. when he turned around and he was on that throne that was so good and also so then it shows is shuri the protagonist that we always hope and thought she was or she's now the antagonist who's going against instead of finding a solution between these two uncolonized nations my god it was such so trippy and then kuku khan he is presented as a protagonist for his people, but an antagonist towards the Wakandans, but only because he, in his limited view, this is what he feels like is the only way to ensure. But it, I will- it, Yes, please, go, go, I'm, go, I'm, go. I'm, we can I'm, talk I'm, about I his history. I feel, please, briefly yes. enough, um, so I'm Haitian. <laughs> and hello, hello Haitian. Ever, I will never <laughs> feel that I will ever have or be put in this position, and I love it in a weird way, but also don't in a weird way, is that who do I feel closest to in this particular juncture in this movie? Because, you know, like... Go, girl, I, go. Obviously, like, right, like, I... We, we are meant to put our support toward the Wakanda, you know, Wakanda, and and root for them, you know? Mm -hmm. But, and, and, and seeing and watching Namor, I can't, I'm his sorry, I cannot fault him in any way, shape or form. I'm, Absolutely I, not. And, 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 and the, me, it's, like, ooh, ooh. it's like, you know, it hurts me that Ramonda died, as I, you know, stated, but yes. to him, she's just, another person on the surface yes who could potentially you know give vibrant vibranium away like he doesn't yes. know her he doesn't know them agree and his whole argument of black panther chadwick messed oh sorry t'challa messed up <laughs> by telling the world what right did he have to tell the world about our secrets because you know they're yeah. gonna come after it was like that's a good argument it was and, so and, and i want to say <laughs> this because um, again, it's a bit of a cultural context. Yes, please. Um, as much as okay, let me rephrase. Because, sorry, I'm I'm trying to find like my point of entry here. 
<laughs> um, to say, the world at large, I think, really has forgotten oh. how atrocious oh. the Spanish conquest, like con conquistadors were to the new world, to oh. America. Oh. Like, it's, it, it, it was beyond brutal. It was, it was decimating. Yeah. It was, it literally is a clean cut before and after. And that the Spanish came not only with their, you know, sort of, sort of um, colonization mindset, right? Of, hey, we found these new lands that we could leverage to be a bigger European power within our geopolitical scene. Uh -huh. They, let's remind ourselves that this happened right around the time of the Spanish like Inquisition. Oh. And if you don't know, the Spanish Inquisition was this horrible time in just Europe of the Catholic Church just really going ham. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Yeah. <laughs> on its own, uh, by its own people, I mean like its own European population. Yes. And, and and also like Middle Eastern, you know, popular, you know, world out there. Through very what people will now say inventive and creative means of torture uh -huh. and brutality. So that Spanish Inquisition mindset and inventions and, and warfare uh -huh. was another um import to the Americas. Uh. So no more in his, you know, like the, the first generation or like the, you know, the people who, who, you know, made Talakan witness that. It's, and, and, and to go from my, you know, I've lived in this world to within maybe a decade going down to single digits. Yeah. Like he knows devastation. Yeah. He knows, he knows what, like the, the consequences of having colonizers come in for your resources. Yes. He knows just the fervent in which they will not stop. Uh -huh. He knows all of this. Because he's lived it. You know, again, like, let's remember, he's been alive since the 1500s. Yeah. He knows this. Yeah. Like, this is not some stories that he's heard from his people. Mm. He's lost his, like, you know, I'm guessing his father, his, his family. He only had his mother. Mm. So, you know, it's, so it's in a way, it's that if, if anyone knows what that what it could mean to have the white world 
have a hold of vibranium is him. Yeah. If anyone knows what it means to fervently defend your yes. people, to preserve their lives, is him. Yes. If anyone knows the 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 the, the weight of the world that it lies on you as a leader to do these things Ooh. is him. And so, you know, it's like, yeah, yes, you, have, you have this young woman and this potential brilliant mind in Riri, but like, who is she in comparison to, to, to me having to make it safe for my people? That's you know? an excellent, that's an excellent <laughs> point. Because again, we don't necessarily um support comparative suffering here. We don't. No, we don't. But <laughs> we don't we do not. But um my mind does go there, right? My mind does naturally, and I have to pull it back, but it does go there, not to say that any comparative suffering um necessarily should grant people more privileges or what have you due to it. Absolutely not. But just reflecting on it, correct? So for instance, so then it's, but then if I were to take what you're saying and do the African slavery comparison to the Mayan native indigenous people of the Americas, the one up, which is really one down is we lost our culture and our history and our people. But then I can say, at least we get to keep our numbers and grow and create these new cultures and stuff within us, right? Because then if you go down to the atrocities that were done to the Americans, um during the first the initial colonization period they lost all of that culture tradition people 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 the fact that they were being wiped out not even given the in that regard to the yeah, point I, where I'll their numbers dwindled the Spanish, th to the that Spanish point they are, they are the truly ignored and up underrepresented yes. Yes. If, if 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 jewish hmm. people are you know um attacked if africans and african americans have been attacked then the initial native indigenous uh mayan americas my god attacked is not even enough of a word they and again right we are not here for comparative suffering but in a world in which things can be compared my God is all I'm saying. My it's, God. It's also, That's an like, excellent we, we, point we that you just brought to, up. We need to, as always, as always, when we are talking about real historical events, right? Nuance. Yes. Nuance is extremely important. And yes. Yeah. So sorry, back to you. you no, saying. no, no. And that's, I'll, I just wanted to highlight that that's an, an excellent point because those are conversations that happen every day and a lot. And even in those conversations, the people you just mentioned are the ones who are still left out of that, mm -hmm. out of those conversations. And that is an excellent point you brought up. So this film also let us dive into his storyline and that history, a touch of it of the atrocities of that time period and what he to show us where he's coming from in his logic and to answer your question about the protagonist antagonist i love that disney but if we're just focusing um specifically on ryan coogler right now mm -hmm. is starting to focus on this concept that is called humanity in which mm -hmm. there is no true evil and there's no true good yep. and the complications 
of humanity so that every villain quote unquote that is brought to the stage or brought to the surface has a complicated story and 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 a reasoning that is actually applicable and considerable and not just immediately like well that's just evil we're throwing that out of course you can't do that it's like like every one of his films so far two for two has had you like when it comes to the quote-unquote villain and i love that i absolutely love that so that is my answer non-answer to the question of who's considered a protagonist versus antagonist because i believe in these in truly rich stories everyone is considered either because no one is just one and so me answering that question like did yeah. the deliver and as it relates to protagonist and antagonist um I, 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 I second everything you say about, you know, the climax aspect. I, I do not buy that, you know, Shuri with, you know, as the Black Panther with her little frame could beast, you know, <laughs> no more. <laughs> right. Sorry. With, with comparatively the I, same I amount not, of strength. I could <laughs> not buy that. You know, I'm like, Mbaku. Okay. I can see, you know, <laughs> but not Shuri. <laughs> um and uh which i just want to do a quick shout out Mbaku, we love you oh my thank god you. thank oh. you for your humor okay they, can what I he call her, what he call her a disrespectful bald head or bald head witch what did he call her yeah <laughs> he had that slim gym in his hand oh, Mbaku, i just quite love you and adore you yeah. and i just wanted to do a quick shout out back to you girl and so another quick little criticism that's been thrown at the movie quickly and it always like protagonist and antagonist i swear is one <laughs> some corners of the internet primarily within the uh, like black american corners were like oh you know there's no um black men representation and the other one that i think is a bit more uh salient is the fact that um so within the comics, um, uh, Anika, who we say is played by my kid, Michaela Cole, and Ayo, who is played by Florence Kasumba. And Ayo, if you didn't kind of miss it, I sort of missed it, but she became the de facto leader. Oh, of, saw, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking Laura about. Once Okoye is, um, you know, stripped of her command. Correct. So in the comics, uh, Anika and Ayo are in a relationship. So they're queer. Yes. And that was, you know, kind of taken out post-production, sadly. They, because- they only had one scene that showed it, but, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't quite enough. I was, wasn't I was looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, there's just one scene in which she showed that she's shown kissing her and they're like looking at each other for a moment. And then that's all they gave. Um, yes. I was looking forward to that representation yes. um, for this round. But again, I will, again, lean on the movie that they had to make, not the one yeah. that they necessarily wanted to make. Yes. So with both of these points that people were kind of throwing at the movie, I say, as it relates to the climax, again, we were, it was a lot. I would say, like, the the movie was a lot. It went into with in a lot of direction. It brought us a lot of backgrounds. 
it 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 set up a whole lot of future avenues. Yeah. Um, and so when sadly you you are doing so much, right? You can't do all of them well or to the full extent that they require. Oh, it sounds like what we talked about with uh um the last film we talked about with um Wild and um Wendell and Wild, yes. Wendell and Wild. Let's carry on. Yes. Um and so then the climax for me isn't the fights. It's really the understanding of the Wakandans and the Telecons that we need each other. Correct. I agree. And for me in that way it delivered because I agree. Yeah. It it it, it it's the fight or at least for me it's figurative of things that happen to us. And by us I mean the underrepresented groups because day in and day out we are made to fight for that one at the table for you know for our individual communities and because we're fighting for that one seat the the powers that be i.e white colonizers get to wipe their hands of us because they're like, hey, we're giving you this opportunity so you figure it out. But what it does, and they know that, is that we're bigger and we basically do the dirty work of breaking each other down for them rather than unite, you know, becoming a union and saying, hey, why do we only have one seat? Matter of fact, screw that freaking table. Let's make our own table. You know? Yeah. Like yeah it, it keeps yeah. us occupied. It keeps us in this constant state of survival rather than living. And again, I think that's another part of generational grief that we all carry with us. Uh-huh. That we are so so stuck on an epigenetic level Uh. of just will I be here today will my family be here today that we don't rest because we have to work we have to prove that we're not just the best we are the exception yeah we're not just you know we're not just smart we're not just beautiful we're not just we are above it times a million just Mm. to be considered worthy Mm. of entering into that space correct and when you are in that space even you are usually cut off from your community and being gaslit into believing that hey do you really belong Are you sure you really belong? Okay. Because you don't have any support to say, yes, girl, you do. Yeah. So in that aspect, I feel that 
they it, deliver because it delivered together. because it, it it took you know it kind of talked about all of these struggles that I feel like we all know on some level mm-hmm. you know and put it into sort of like you know more action-packed way yeah. Yeah. but really the story is that the lesson is that yes we are all grieving yes our fears are valid and they are rooted in reality yes and the atrocities that have happened in and, this history are true yeah. atrocities and that, that yes have, you know what like it is that have affected us to this day they cannot be is. ignored in any any community yeah and it is extremely difficult to you know extend grace to others when you feel like when you feel like again i'm in survival mode and all yes. i can see is protect 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 yes um that yes. like you know what like screw your your history and where you're coming from because nobody's had to like you know nobody nobody had protect me I have to do it for myself yes so you know it's it's all of these things and that's why again I'm like I'm in I'm in love with this movie because it just it talks about these things in very I think it, digestible it shows ways. us digestible concrete ways of like just what that looks like yeah because right like like you said like right we are this is a movie about humanity Mm-hmm. on a broad scale and humanity is messy humanity is is imperfect and humanity at the same time is it's just us just figuring it out for ourselves and but hopefully moving in the direction of healing each other so that you know we no longer have hurt people hurt people yes I think that was beautifully said. Yes, because the criticism I've heard as well is, um, you know, like this is supposed to be, you know, our thing. Why are we bringing? And again, I said it from the beginning. I am so glad that black people in this film have not only gotten to this level of platform, but has reached back and brought other underrepresented parties to be seen as well. I think that is the right way. It is not the way to let's let's now fight so that we're the new you know, leaders or colonizers and people everyone looks up to. No, that's not how I want humanity to go. Humanity was never meant to be that way. I am very proud as a Black American woman that a film like this not only represents, I think, Black men and Mm -hmm. Black women, but also has made the space, has made the space and extended the film if necessary to include other represented people and I will be happy if every film really brings in a new underrepresented community <laughs> to to shine and and be be able to see what their life would have been like uncolonized to get a glimpse of what that might be. Because the way that made me feel, I want every colonized community and underrepresented party to feel the joy and pride that me that that my people I think right now and the Mexican people are able to feel due to this film. Sorry, next question. So yes, <clears throat> what was the impact of the film? How did it make you feel? 
I think you kind of hinted here and there about it through this, you know, do this whole thing, right? I feel like we've touched on all of those things, yeah. but just so I can simply say, because I do feel like I've, I've gotten out a lot of stuff I needed to get off my chest and tears in this damn episode. Mm -hmm. It made me feel good. It made me feel represented again. It made me feel respected and actually brought into the fold as a person who was also mourning the late great Chadwick Boseman. It made me feel just accepted and seen and also pride. Just it made me feel so much pride. And um oh. what what was shown here, what what the everything that was going through, the fact that this film was made for and by us is just it was it made me feel really, really good through all the tears. <laughs> Um, and the beauty, it made me feel really good. So, my friend? I, it just, again, you just gonna have to, like, live with this from day on. The way that, you know, um, the, the one thing that I can think about right now is, like, the, the way that, like, you know, a Kenyans felt when you know we had you know Obama and the know that like you know, he was half Kenyan, the Ooh. way that the Nigerians feel right now about Meghan Markle knowing that she has some Nigerian blood is the way that the Haitian community feels right now <laughs> about like this movie. <laughs> I was just gonna say like we will really? not like, die down. Really, I. Okay, so sadly, it was not like the aerial shots of like, so sorry guys, I know I keep going back, but the background is important. <laughs> so I've been to Ocap, which is the part of Haiti that they, you know, sort of talk about. My dad is from there. Okay. And the reason why um, that particular city within Haiti is like super well known is that we have the citadel that is actually one of uh it's a UNESCO world heritage site it's among one of the great um I think marvels of architecture and the world and um the fact that, like, you know, that, that post-credit when we learn about Tuse. That's going to be my popcorn moment. Uh, well, we're going to talk about it. But a little cultural context is Tuse, the name is actually the name of one of our first and sort of greatest revolutionary war hero. Again, as with any sort of war hero, um, complex individual, right? Again, yes. right? Nobody's ever all good or all bad, just Correct. human. So he is definitely one of those humans, but one of, uh, like I said, our revolutionary war heroes who started the Haitian Revolution, uh, you know, among many others. Girl, you're going to make me cry again. You're going to make me cry again. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I won't do it too much, but like just no, no, go know. ahead, girl. I've already started running. And, just go. And they stayed it. Oh, like that's his Haitian name. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but the fact that you know she that that Nakia was in Haiti 
for all these years that like they talked about the school and how it's self-sufficient that like you know that uh Shumi road into our sort of like Nash we call them tap tap and this is like our means of transportation the way that like you know India has like the rickshaws that's you know our thing um it's it, it I did again I did not know I needed that <laughs> oh god to have this like part of who I am be celebrated mm-hmm. because again like when you hear about Haiti it's all again as with most things that are black right it's all about the trauma and the suffering and the violence and the uh and the you know like just all of the bad things that again as with just like the black experience in the way that it's talked about in sort of western media it's like oh the black people or the 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 black community has these things happen or is doing this thing and it's like no we are not dying because we're black we are dying because of racism being Ooh. black has nothing to do with it okay <laughs> let's name let's name really the culprit which is institutions that perpetuates white supremacy and are enabled by racist you know policies and laws and all of that um so in that way you know again like the haitian uh scenes were filmed in puerto rico and that's like again a whole different thing because again like it's it's talking about like it's it's showcasing the beauty of the caribbean which we rarely get to like see and talk about and celebrate. Um, and that is why I might become a more diehard Tolokan than I am like from Wakanda. <laughs> because, you know, Which like, is fine. I have like, you know, my, my uh, great grandmother, she was indigenous. And it, it's one of those things that it's, when you think about it, and like I think like my Haitian, my fellow Haitians will understand this when I say this, is that for the longest and for all that I know, right? I knew that, oh, and was it in 1492? I think it said in 1492, you know, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Um, and somehow like, you know, he came upon the indigenous tribe there, which was Tainos, and somehow, Within 50 years at the most, probably 30, they were all gone. And then it was just like, you know, black slaves or black and, you know, African enslaved people. Right. And I remember I took this like uh, course, you know, um, back in college about particularly like the Haitian revolution specifically. And one of the things that I read was talking about how if you don't know, like Haiti is, and just the whole island of Hispaniola because it's shared between Haiti and the Dominican Republic. It's it it takes its name from the Taínos, I want to say, um, and 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 its original or true name is Kiskea, which means mountainous region, and really is just an island of mount. Like you know, we have mountains, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> We do you not have, have flat land. We do not have flat land. It's all elevations, you know? <laughs> um, so one of the things that this author was saying, and 
I completely blank on their name in the work that they wrote this in is that do you really believe that all of this indigenous people died out or did they really just go into the mountains where um you know the spanish and the french couldn't get to them wow i bring this up because for me for the longest time i honestly believe that they just died out yes all of us you never hear sadly you, you never hear about the indigenous lives after uh, the you know the colonizers came in right but at the same token I knew that like my grandmother was native for sure and I'm pretty sure my grandmother was also native so I'm like if they're native they they didn't die there's a population out there yes 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 but you know you had to assimilate you had to like shed yes a lot of what you are my biggest and as we kind of watch more and discuss more about indigenous and native um uh media and films i'll keep saying you know how completely messed up to put it nicely in pg-13 is the catholic church and christianity at large (laughs) ma'am you know still in some shape way shape or form connects a little bit to the catholic church i can mm-hmm. say this i can say this <laughs> two two things can be true two things can be true at the same time and that this particular institution like has done so much harm oh. to us <laughs> To our people, <laughs> uh, because its goal is to completely eradicate yes your culture and heritage. Yeah. So, the impact for me is, I feel pride. I feel seen. I feel just like I could still like smell the ocean air in that mm. breeze. And that black boy smile oh, yes. from that actor. And yes. when he says, I am, you know, I, that's like my Haitian name, but I am T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God, I cried again. I was like, darn, we just got done. <laughs> I thought we were done. <laughs> yes, yes. And let's just end that with our popcorn moment, because that is, I feel like, the popcorn moment. The moment in which Shuri is finally come to grips with her grief. And she decides that before she does anything else as the Black Panther, anything else as the Princess of Wakanda, she needs to fully dedicate time to the loss of her brother. And I'm sure of her mother as well. But she ends up choosing Haiti with Nakia. Can just, yes, right? Nakia. Yeah, Nakia. But also, once like she the, said, once she was on that, I didn't know it was a tabby. But once she was like, Mercy, I said, Oh God, she went to Haiti. She went to Haiti. She was, I was just like, I know. I was like, That's where she went. That's where she went. And then went to the woods, like, I can do this by myself. And then threw it in there, threw her, her, her white clothing in the fire. And then 
God, how the film, every time it decided to really, damn it again, represent yeah. Chadwick and, and show that this is a love letter yeah. and that this is for him, they yeah. took away all of the sound. They took away all of the sound. They did it in the beginning when they made the Marvel flashes mm -hmm. all different versions of Chadwick in the universe and then they did it again at the end when they took away the sound and all you had was her the water and images of just their relationship together and she just cried and laughed and then it was credits and then we come back and then Nakia brings this beautiful boy and as soon as she oh. brought him I said oh my god ah and said that we did this together before he died. We decided on this together. We made this decision together. Yes, Ramonda got to meet her grandson. And this is his name. And he holds the powerful, powerful name of both an individual who freed his nation and an individual who is the king of a free, uncolonized nation and holds these two names to be so fucking evident. <laughs> it's oh. just like, my mother covered her mouth. She couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. She was just like that meme, that little Tom and Jerry meme with a mouth is holding his mouth and his tears. She was like, she couldn't, and I couldn't either. I was there like, oh my God. And it's, it's so beautiful that we went through this film in grief without the whole film, without that hope first, because that's what grief is. It doesn't necessarily have a hope of here's something to make you feel better immediately or a little bit better. It's, it's you have to deal with this heavy thing that you're going through. And we went through two hours and 40 minutes of that because the last scene was only like a minute or two. Yeah. yeah. And the way that you just said that, that you didn't know you needed that, girl, you broke me down because, because I'm super happy for you that you got you got what I feel like I got in Black Panther 1 because I didn't know I needed for to be acknowledged as the lost ones. When they said that in the film, uh, the lost ones, and they were talking I about always, And I remember oh, again. Oh my God. Not from you, but like when. No, go. Like go. no matter the fault of Killmonger, when he said, I'd rather. I, I've, I've got his, the way that he beautifully, like, I'd, I'd rather. Go rather die in the ocean with my ancestors who knew that death was better than bondage yes ah oh, when he said that it just because it's one of those things that like I don't know if you do but like obviously at some point in time I thought about like what would have I done if I was and you know if if you were if you were me. captured and watching your your home float away never to be seen again and you don't know what you're going to you know how many times I've thought of that good god but like I and when he said that I was like I again it's like I never could I never could articulate what I would have done until yeah. he said that and I was like yes I would rather I would rather return it's for instance like again right Haiti is an island and so I feel a very deep like not just inclination but just draw to the ocean and water and so when he said that I just I was like yes like what else is there to do yes like, 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 well, <laughs> like I'm sorry yes. 
for me, that is one of the biggest courageous thing you could do. Oh my God. Is the way people call suicide weak. No, it's the most courageous. Do you know what you have to be? Yeah. What choices you have to oh, not have to go to that? And I want to say, like, especially in, we're talking specifically in this context, right? Not in Yes, like, in slavery context. In yes, context. of course. Of course. Of just, oh, my God. Of, of, of knowing that, like, actually what I'm doing is an act of love because yes. I'd rather, I'd rather cut it here than know that my potential children because I will be forced to have children <laughs> yes yes will not have to go through that yes <laughs> yes there is a scene god I can never get it out of my mind in Amistad which is a fantastic film there's a scene where they are brought to the ship deck to exercise or whatever every freaking time and there's this woman who was holding this this baby from a woman who has given birth on the ship and I believe she died. So she was forced to take care of this person's baby or whatever, but she wanted to, she know, she wanted to. And she was holding the baby and she looked at the lead of the film and he looked at her and he could see it. He could see it as clear as that film we watched, mm -hmm. um, Indian Horse. He could see mm -hmm. what she was about to do. Mm -hmm. and I was a kid watching this film I didn't know I didn't understand I knew bad things were about to happen but and she grabbed that baby close to her chest and she jumped and it was I could never take that that scene out of my freaking mind but when Killmonger said that that was the kind of thing I thought about it was just the choices the lack yeah. thereof and so you take the only one you freaking have and so when he called Harpening back to what I was saying, when he, when they acknowledged the lost ones, mm -hmm. it really hit. I didn't know I needed that because we didn't know, we don't know what to call ourselves. We've been called nigga, Negro, African-American, Black. We've had to change it so many times because we have no idea who we are <laughs> and so colored. And so to be deemed as the lost ones, it felt not as an insult, it felt true it felt like we we had a home we didn't know where it was but we had a home and so when you say you didn't know that you needed that with that scene in Haiti I know exactly what you feel like because I had that experience with these movies where I did not know what I needed either and then, and then they, they mentioned it again when Killmonger mentioned it again when he talked about Ramonda sacrificing her life for a lost one and again, it hit me again, like, because Riri's us. Riri's yeah. me. So, woo, hot core moment. There it is. <laughs> well, I kind of just quickly to yes, that particular please. scene too, right? It's <gasps> another big thing. As you were talking about Amistad, it reminded me too of Nate, like naming, giving, oh. giving name to uh, to our offspring mm -hmm. and just right it's really in the united states context of <sighs> just right like as parents when you do decide or you know have a child and you are going through that you know 
naming uh, process. There's this moment where you're like, okay, I'll say this. There's this moment where I'm like, I have to be very strategic and the way that I named my child <laughs> because sorry it's mm-hmm. because you're like yes they can change it but name is one of the first things that one gives gives sentience gives gives power right Mm -hmm. to someone it's one of the first things that 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 connects you to your heritage to your culture to your community yes it's one of the first things and 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 it's been said right like your name is the sweetest sound you could ever hear is Mm -hmm. your name and being spoken or being you know said and and the way that it's meant to be said Mm. And so as I think it's it's sort of one of those universal um, experiences of immigrants, of none, of people who are not part of the uh, political or, 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 you know, the political sort of uh, class of, of, you know, within their 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 lived in place of mm-hmm. of having to ensure that you re- as parents you remove as much obstacles from your from your kids as possible yes. because they're going to have to they're, they're already at a disadvantage you're like do I want to make it even harder for them right and- <laughs> the way they move through this world because the first thing anyone wants to know from you and or, or even before or even before they 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 meet, they meet you, right? you right and interviews applications all of that is your name and 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 so much stereotypes and conclusion is drawn from your name um so when you know he was presented to us named to us uh-huh. because we our child right he's He's not like his our future. When he was giving that name, like to this point, nothing could ever or has ever really, to my knowledge, um, honored Haiti as much as that moment because. It shows that this is we're still we're still here because God knows there's been so many attempts and still are to this day to this moment uh, attempts at eradicating us mm-hmm. as making as make literally making us just not be anymore. So mm-hmm. to have that name carry on, and not just for Haiti, but like I think, if I can speak, you know, to the other um, Caribbean nations and cultures, just 
we are usually sort of forgotten because of the way that we came to be because we are very much like a a, a hodgepodge of so many mm. cultures and when I talked about this particular example right of like having to fight for that one seat at the table mm. sometimes it feels like that that we all are fighting for that one seat not, not even that one seat that little corner of that bench at the mm. end Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I, you know, again, it saddened me that they couldn't film in Haiti because of just, you know, revolt. Yeah. But at the same time, I felt so pleased that it was filmed in Puerto Rico because, again, of our proximity and connection to Puerto Rico, and also because of what they themselves are going through. Yeah, you know. Um. So, yes. You know, Black Panther, Wakanda forever. We now have another way to signal to each other. Okay. <laughs> With the, you know. I know. <laughs> and we will be using both now. Yes, we will. You think I won't? You think I won't be out here Talokan messaging you? <laughs> Wakandan signaling? Absolutely. Yes. Dang it. So what is our rating? Oh, I mean, <laughs> just to let you know, guys, and this is, I'm not making this up. My rating was, we went, as I said, 9.30, first ever <laughs> showing of, on the premiere day. We got a large popcorn because my partner, who, you know, he's part of like the Regal membership program for a large, <laughs> we... We, he had enough points where we could have just gotten a small popcorn. Right. But we upgraded for a dollar more to a large popcorn because why? You could refill that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we refilled it. <laughs> so that is my... <laughs> I too went to a... I too oh, went to a God. Regal Cinema, actually. I was at a Regal Cinema as well. <laughs> On the East Coast. So you were a large popcorn because you can refill that sucker? Yes. I, too, will give this a large popcorn. Extra and large, it's, right? Yes, I do yes. extra large, actually. Yeah, it was yes. extra large. It yeah. was extra large. It was extra <laughs> large. We're good. If we're talking about a superhero film, I'll give it a large. If we're talking about the film that it was, extra large, buttery, salted popcorn. Because this, it was representation in its finest form and we've been waiting for it and it is now here and I can't wait to see it again when it reaches our um, apps that we're paying for mm -hmm. and yes. I love it. I'm excited. I can't wait for our children to be old enough to experience these things with us. Oh. It won't probably be nearly as new and as exciting, but it still will be good. I think they hold up really well. And so I'm excited. Um, so thank you. Thank you for listening to this wonderfully long, yeah, I said wonderfully, yes. <laughs> long episode that we had. Look, it's not what we wanted to do. It's what we had to do. Yes. Okay? We waited four we, years for this. And again, we have not <laughs> talked about Nakia. <laughs> we haven't. Thank you, Nakia, for having that baby. About, I feel like we, we haven't for... really gave the laurels to Namor. <laughs> okay. We... I'm sorry. Look, we're going to do the shout out. Nakia, thank you, girl, for saving that Shuri and having that baby. I want to thank, thank <laughs> Namor Kukukan for being a hot zaddy. Ooh. And 
for being dope, dope and balanced with them feathered feet and super strong and super great for your people. You are the wonderful representation. I'm sure many of them, not all, because we no one can be all. Many of them were looking for, didn't know they were looking for, and you probably gave them the moments that both me and Esther have shared on this screen. And we thank you for that because you're needed and we appreciate you. So yes, I think, thank you again, everyone for listening to the popcorn podcast. We are super honored to be here. Remember to follow us, review us, support us on all your podcast listening platforms. Check out our website. We need to talk.club. It lists all of our other podcasts that we do that I think you would also enjoy. And until we speak again, see you in the credits or the post credits. Bye. Bye.